it occurs to us that you continue to listen to these signals out of some misguided sense of needing to know how it all ends. We assure you, it never ends, it merely changes. This shift will coincide with our freedom, which is inevitable. We assure you, the shift will not be pleasant for you. You should prepare rather than stay to the end of this broadcast. Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Dangling. Legs. Modifier. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. standing in Jerry Wong's bedroom and you're staring at this scribbled charcoal drawing of yet another closed door in his otherwise very tidy closet. Now all of your faces are grim set as you lazily just stare at this and although the meaning is still unclear to you it's just not a surprise even though you're feeling gnawing in your gut. Before anybody can say anything aloud you all hear a strange chime-like musical sequence. It's high-pitched, but the melody seems dissonant or even random. It sounds like it's coming from behind the closet wall, behind the drawing itself. In moments before your brows can become entirely furrowed, it is gone as if it was never there in the first place. And now there's only silence. The sound is gone or the door is gone? The sound okay. that I just described, that high chime-like yeah, sequence. That's it dissipates, um, but it did sound like it was coming from behind that drywall. Maybe now's a good time to test cool. whether it's a real door. Prentice uh, reaches his hand out to Be my the guest. door handle drawn on and sees if he can touch it and move it. Much like the prior attempts, you're able to smudge the drawing of the doorknob minutely, but there is nothing else that occurs with your, your grasping. Prentice turns towards the group and shrugs and says, you know, whatever. That's uh, it was a hunch. It was, it was worth wrong. A shot. It's fine. So the team, you thoroughly explore the rest of Jerry Wong's apartment, and you are now all back in that main living area, that open space where the top half of Jerry's corpse slumps motionlessly with glazed eyes, downcast. The only other clue that you have to go on 
besides the strange door drawing, is the dazzling array of a repeating number, 95049385, in a cluttered art room. You're all now standing around Jerry in, again, silence, sort of in a semicircle. Paris, you've been even more silent. Uh, characteristically, silence is your thing. You're a stoic guy, but you've been walking through these rooms, unable to do much but snap photographs of the various outlier phenomena that's been mentioned. And it's been, I don't know, it's been like you've been detached the entire time. Now that you're back at the body, you, you sort of feel something welling up. You feel the strain and tension of the last 12 hours, the, the lack of sleep perhaps, but, but whatever it is, it, it washes over you in a sudden force. Your apparent abduction, the bizarre dissection at gunpoint by a stranger, the impossible murder of the man before you. This all finally registers, clicks into place in your, in your mind as, a, as those grimy wheezing gears inside your brain begin to spin to life. Everything really comes into a twisted focus all at once and you roll for sanity from helplessness. Alrighty. We don't, we don't get to see our sanity rolls, so I have no idea if I passed or failed. That's correct. And just to be clear again to the audience, we don't even <laughs> yeah, know what our sanity score is. <laughs> oh, Chris yeah, just rolled against me. Doing. There we go. Against you? I roll for the game. Oh. Not against mm, you. Yes. yes. Completely <laughs> unbiased observer. Correct. Correct. <laughs> the dice, on the other hand. Would you like to project any potential loss yes. onto a bond? <laughs> All right. 100%. Uh, Could you just... roll a 1d4 for me, please? Subtract that from your willpower in the bond of your choice. All right. I got to just make sure it makes sense. Three. And so that comes off my willpower. And a bond of your choice. And please make a mental or physical note about which bond you choose for a home scene if you get there. <laughs> if I get there. <laughs> what I described, though, that's how you feel. You feel like you were walking through a haze. Everything has hit you now. You realize you've kept everything kind of inside. You went through a pretty crazy experience. And uh, you're now just coming to terms with it, standing over Jerry Wong's impossible body. Does anybody else notice this? Like, is there like, does he react in any kind of way that? That's up to that's up to John. But you're you're all basically like staring at this pale faced, not saying anything. So no, nobody seems like they're doing well. Sure. Remember, everybody rolled sanity. Right, right, right. I had also forgotten about John's little side nocturnal escapade. Yeah, a little adventure there. Oh yeah, yeah. that's good times. Did you forget your own nocturnal escapade? I did. Yeah, I think you're reminding me. <laughs> uh, Paris just says. I need to sit down for a minute and finds a chair, puts his head in his hands, takes a minute. Yeah, it's that like hand chair that you see in every college student's room. Uh, you go ahead and pull that up and you take a seat. Royson's going to walk over, put a hand on his shoulder. You doing okay there? Yeah, I just, I just need a minute. All right. Ryan would like to walk over to the body and push down onto it to see if it moves downward. Using your hand or your foot? Uh, foot. Yeah, you take your shoe. Uh, yes. You hesitate for a moment, but then you go ahead and place it on the shoulder of Jerry Wong and apply some, some weight. The body does react uh, as one might expect, pliantly, but you're unable to change the real position of the, of the corpse. It doesn't sink further down into the floor, for instance. Got it. There is resistance there. Prentice watches this and says, we're going to need to get into the apartment below this and make sure there's no dangling lower waist. Yeah. 
Should we go do that now? Ah, <sighs> yeah. Better now than whoever owns that apartment discovering this, you know? It's just... Ugh. It's gotta be awful. Anyways, let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's... Prentice Ryan, maybe you two should along. go. You're a little more presentable. We'll stay here. Yeah, no problem. We'll be... We'll be a few minutes. We'll meet you guys back here. You two come downstairs and find that there is a locked utility closet on this floor that seems to correspond with the proper spot up above. Mm. A good old door bang? Yeah. I mean, I'm not much for kicking in doors. Never done it in capacity with the program. So uh, have at it, bud. Brian's going to kick the door. It takes a few kicks. No one really seems to open their doors or peek out to see what all the racket is. It is quite loud echoing through the apartment halls. But after multiple bangs, the door does yield. And lo and behold, inside this small utility closet is Jerry Wong's lower half dangling from the ceiling. It's another sanity roll for both of you. Oh, well. <laughs> no, it's not. Do we, got, do we not get a modifier for expected leg dangling? <laughs> You do actually, but uh, you still have to roll. It's it's you did not you did not want modifier. to see anything in this room. Jesus. It's like, a like day modifier. Like day modifier. So, That's horrible. I love that. <laughs> All right, one moment, please. Anybody want to project? All if, of it. If, uh, got it. Uh, you know what? No. Yeah, I like it. So you know what to do, Ryan. Roll me that one. One d four. Just one d four and uh, spin that willpower and pop that on a bond. Eric's just gonna drink it down. You both stare at the legs that uh, are motionless, but again, impossible. Okay, I'd be a little more freaked out if they were moving, like like bike, <laughs> bike pedaling, like, like cycling. The upper half is dead, but like the legs are just like, you know, doing something, doing a little jig. Thankfully, they are not. <laughs> little Lord of the Dance down there. <laughs> yeah. Little Michael Flatley action. <laughs> what do you two do? All right, well, this makes a problem. How are we going to fix this mess? I mean, at least it's not in uh, a renter's Ryan's going to turn to um, Prentice and say... But uh, don't judge me for this. And then walk over and just pull on the legs hard, Got like it. full body weight. Uh, <laughs> Prentice just does a big like nod and says, <laughs> I kind of expected that. You're yanking at both legs and there's unyielding resistance. You can see the jeans that Jerry Wong was wearing, straining against, I guess, the ceiling where they are completely melded fused prentice takes note of the brand of jeans diesel okay and uh he makes a little note in his his phone recorder uh invest in diesel <laughs> brand jeans and uh puts that in his pocket and says well i don't think that's gonna give bud ryan's gonna reach or kind of pat at jerry wong's pockets and see if there's anything in there yeah so you're gonna jump typically tall. pockets would not be accessible because they would be in the floor or the subfloor but it looks like jerry was a a low jean wearer even with these tight diesels he was a sagging sagging kind of guy guy. and so you're able to get to one back pocket which does happen to have his cell phone there did you say typically when someone falls through a floor (laughs) (laughs) that's you know as it happens i didn't know that did did we not roll for floor depth I think maybe we head back upstairs. You know, this might be useful. Ryan says, you know, waving the phone in his hand. You both kind of register that it is of the exact same make as Francis Ng's phone. In fact, it looks extremely similar Mm. in all ways. 
Very cool. Refresh my memory on Francis Ng's phone. We didn't find anything on that, right? Yeah, it appears to have been completely disconnected only minutes after perhaps the event occurred in his hotel room. The event, we don't know what that was, except Mm -hmm. that the surveillance van outside powered down. We haven't yet figured out what could have caused that exactly. But we know something happened. Is this phone on? It is on, but it is not in service any longer, much like Francis Ng's. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. Cool. Let's let's bring this back up. Let's close the door. Yeah, uh, we'll need to figure out how we're going to get rid of that. Um, and then, some group think might be helpful there. I nothing's coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Well, we might have to get uh, my dear friend Paris to rent some power tools and and uh, cut that body out. Yeah. Not the body itself, sure. but the floor around the body. Not everything. Yeah, has a little to drywall easily. life preserver, or I guess subfloor life preserver. Yeah. You're now all four back in Jerry Wong's apartment again, standing in a semicircle. Paris is still seated in the God Hand chair. Paris, you all right? We're going to need you to snap out of it, bud. And uh, Prentice a couple times in front of his face. Paris just looks up at him and then goes back to just sitting there with his head in his hands. Prairie was here right now. Um, we both know she'd uh, she'd have some kind of thing to help you out. And I don't I don't have that, but we we don't have a lot of time, Paris. So Paris looks up at him. Please. Yeah. Really? We Prairie. Need you. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Fuck. All right. Yeah, let's deal with this fucking body. Did you find anything down there? We did. We found this phone. And he gestures to Ryan. Yeah, we got it from his pant pockets. His legs are uh, dangling through the ceiling. Well, we should probably get him out of the floor sooner rather than later. Yeah. Really, really weird question, but considering the circumstances, I don't suppose any of you knows how to dispose of a body. Not one like in this shape, I should say. Not really my line of business. First things first, we need to get it out, and there is some some amount of urgency around that. The bottom half is dangling out of the utility closet, so at least it's not a resident. But uh, I mean, we need to maybe rent a sawzall and get this guy out of the. Were there any um, any tools in that closet that we could use to <laughs> cut cut through luck. the floor? Okay. No, no, no. John. Oh, I'm rolling my luck. Okay. Oh, John. Paris. Well, he wasn't there, so. I know he wasn't. Yeah, but he's the one me. that asked. But he's, he's, he's asked, the yeah. one, you know, interfacing with the yeah. cosmic deity that, that is luck. Who has the highest luck? Shouldn't they roll? <laughs> we all have. <laughs> all right, roll luck, roll luck. Here we go. Feeling good. A success, 17 out of 50. Beautiful. Prentice and Ryan kind of raise their eyebrows, and they said, yeah, there just might be. Let's go take we a saw look. all sorts of power tools down there. We'll be right back. So, And so there's no sawzall, but there is an enormous kind of tile cutter. And if someone were to basically take off some of the safety guides in one of the platform pieces, you could probably use this very dangerously to carve a hole in the subfloor and potentially, it looks like it might be just deep enough. You might have to do some work on the ceiling below as well, but uh, this could get... Old Jerry Free. What do you say we start at the bottom with the ceiling, and then that way we can have somebody holding up top to the body so it doesn't come falling through? You might just go hold his hands while you cut through the floor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all right. Cool. Does anybody have any like mechanics, repair skills, anything that's going to help you repurpose this power tool to do what I described and what you're intending to do? I've got heavy machinery at 10. That's as good as I get. Yeah, everybody starts with that as base, but that's uh, not relevant here. I've got heavy weapons at 50. This could be... uh, 
If it were a computer, I could do it, but... <laughs> what about uh, melee cool. weapons? Yeah. No, nah, it's okay. Right. We didn't we didn't roll a mechanic Swim. to help with this Delta Green campaign, so I'll go ahead and roll one moment here. So y'all start to take apart what you feel is the guide, and will hopefully free the blade to cut deeper, deep enough to free Jerry. And you feel pretty good about your handiwork. Didn't take long. There was a nice little toolkit down in that utility room, screwdrivers, crescent wrenches, and such that lets you make fast work of this and kind of repurpose and redesign it. Who's going to take point on utilizing this tool? I would recommend Prentice. He's got, probably got the best control with his hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. Appeal to his arrogance. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> I'll take point on the utility closet door. Just make sure nobody comes in and asks inevitable questions. Start making a bunch of noise. Right. All right, Royce and I can make sure that uh, we've got him in case he falls, tries to fall through. Okay, let's uh, get started, says Prentice, and uh, gets to work. And Prentice, you're going to go down to the utility room, and you're going to cut through the ceiling. Did I hear that correctly, or am I getting it back? Yes, okay. start with the ceiling, uh -huh. and then come up to the top and work that. And then someone's going to be holding on to the top half of Jerry Wong from above? Yeah, just correct? like grabbing right. his hands. Yeah. Okay, both Ryan Love and Royce. We'll each have so. an arm. We have a Got little it. Bit of extra. There is a mop bucket that you upend and stand on in order to reach the ceiling in the utility room. <laughs> there is also yep. a set of electrical plugs, which are functional, that you plug this newly repurposed cutter into. It's fairly heavy and it is awkward work. And when you press the safety trigger in the trigger itself to start up the, the blade, it almost runs away with you and you almost fall backwards. It takes a few tries and a few test cuts in the wall and then the ceiling in turn for you to really understand how this is gonna work, if at all. But uh, after after those runs, you you feel like you're gonna, you're gonna have to give it a go. And so you begin to try to carve a line around this body as best as you can. Back in Wong's apartment, you hear this incredibly loud motor spin up and the whole floor begins to shake as the blade cuts deep into the ceiling and the floor. It's no surprise, the blade does peek through the floor here and begins spraying out insulation, wood shavings, and other debris in the room itself. Almost uh, almost hitting you in the, in the leg, Royson. But y'all uh, hold on to Jerry's hands, move yourself out of the danger zone and kind of grit your teeth as the entire building seems to rumble with this bit of surgery being performed by Agent Prentice. I need to roll a couple things. Paris, where are you? Yeah, I'm just, I'm standing outside the utility closet, door closed in the hall. Yeah, it's making you really nervous how loud this is. And sure enough, you look to your right, down the hall, back towards the stairwell, which is lined with apartment doors. One opens across the way and you see an elderly gentleman poke his head out and he furrows his brow his eyes uh, magnified through very thick glasses i just uh smile and wave say don't worry sir we'll be done and uh we'll be done in just a minute apologies for the inconvenience <laughs> he realizes there's no possible way at this distance that he could hear you over the racket behind you in the utility closet but uh you kind of wave and smile and uh i roll <laughs> he nods purses his lips you see him close the door the loud racket continues. Again, the entire building seems to be just rumbling. All of you are counting the seconds as they pass by, but it feels like minutes. Suddenly, and with great relief, you're able to pull Jerry Wong up 
and into his apartment, now with a subfloor life preserver around his waist, onto the floor of his living room, and out of the utility closet, where you see Prentice stepping off of a mop bucket. He's covered with drywall and insulation. Well, that went well. I mean, it worked, so yes, I would definitely say that went well. Paris pops his head and looks at Prentice. Hey, like the uh, new look, buddy. Mm, don't get used to it. So Prentice is going to spend a few moments getting the tool back to the previous state, you know, putting the guards back on and whatnot. Yeah, go uh, ahead and, and roll your intelligence. Minus 20%. I can totally respect that kind of roll here because I have, on many occasions... Uh, Same here. <laughs> ...taken the thing apart and not quite understood how it goes back together. <laughs> Same here. Uh oh. Okay, so we've got a okay. failure, 97 you have, 65. You have about three or four different parts left over and <laughs> two bolts you can't find where they need to go. You kind of put them in a tidy pile on the shelf next to the obviously improperly right. purposed tool. Well, he's going to wipe it down and uh, walk away. Uh, <laughs> there is drywall dust about... fill, like covering everything in this room. It is just covered okay. in, a, in a thin film at this point. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's gonna he's gonna leave it then and uh, walk away again. Wipe down the like where he touched stuff just to be safe and and be on his way out. Sure. Go ahead and roll your. Do you have any forensics? No. You go ahead and like pat down spots in the room that you think you may have touched, including the tool handle, and you think you've done pretty good. All right, sounds good. Make his way back up. Yeah. Um, you go ahead and notice that you're tracking drywall dust back up to the third floor. Well, then he's probably going to, when he comes into Jerry's apartment, he's going to say, hey, I need one of y'all who's not covered in shit to clean my tracks because I don't want to. Uh, you don't think the matter. hole in the floor is going to tip him yeah, off? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, and, look, uh, look at then, it this way. That, what if we can get this body out of here? What are they going to find? A, a hole in the floor and some footprints? Right. There's no, you know, there's. Yeah. You're right, yeah, you're right. That's, that's not going to... Uh, he's going to wash his hands and face in the sink and try to tidy as best he can. I'm sure this guy paid a security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how how big is Jerry? Was he about the same size as Prentice? Jerry is a, is a slight man. He looks like he's maybe around 5'3". He is very skinny. I mean, Prent Prentice is skinny, but he's a bit tall, so... Ryan wasn't confident in any skills, or I wasn't confident in any of Ryan's skills to uh, get the body out of the ground, but I feel like now that it's just a mass to dispose of, is that something that a <laughs> criminology role might be able to help call in a cleaner kind of thing? You want to call in a disreputable janitorial service? I do. Is that what I'm hearing? I do. Okay. Well, you're from this particular city. The other agents may not know that, but uh, you have a good idea of a set of names that you could call or perhaps places that you could show up and start asking around where you might be able to find someone who could do this. But time here is of the essence. So there's really only one number that you know that might work here. This is someone who you know is connected with local organized crime groups. We're talking Chechen mafia. Now this is not something that you've really dived into before, but it is definitely a number that you have. Let's see how you do. Roll your criminology. Fuck. The fail, that's a 73 <laughs> out of 60. The phone call does not go well, to say the least. Not because that you misnegotiate, but because there is a language barrier. Turns out this particular lead you had 
got you to somebody who speaks some Eastern European block language extremely well, some some Slavic dialect, but uh, you unfortunately just couldn't get anything across or to get anybody English speaking or any other language that you know on the phone. And the call does end abruptly. You'll never know if this was a useful number. Okay. I took, I don't think this is retconning that hard. I uh, took that call in the, the hallway. Yeah, yeah, you say, hey, let me see if, uh, see if I can make a call real quick. Yeah. Now, make sure you're checking anything you fail. Okay, so you return. What do you tell the team? Yeah, the cleaner's busy. Gotcha. Must be a real busy body disposal season, huh? New York City. Fair enough. Well, for the moment, we can, um, so some way we could back the van up and just roll this body up and carry it out and then figure out what to do with it once we get out of here. Yeah, that's probably our best option. Just roll them up in bed sheets and tote them out. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else to do. Paris is going to, if, if I can do this, Paris is going to use his military science land no, skills no, 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 to no. see if there's a strategic no. way to see bring the land. van up <laughs> no. to a back you're not, door. You're not coordinating a tactical team for a tactical maneuver here, but uh, <laughs> what, you, what you can do is Ooh. you can look outside and look down the hallway and down the stairwell and see if fire anything escape? looks good. Oh, actually, I got another idea, Chris. I have 50 stealth. Could I... So I've got a lot of stealth here. Can I say, hey guys, or something along the lines of like, let me take chart. Like, everybody just listen to what I'm going to say. We're going to we're going to pull the van up. We're going to move this body out of here. But listen, you know, do exactly as I say when I say it, and then kind of it, we're going to use my stealth skill to kind of guide us out without anybody really noticing. Is that a? Yes, anyway? you may roll your stealth. I have an opposed roll for you. Roll stealth. Awesome. Oh man, I haven't rolled yet. Don't do tell me. Good. You ready to do? You better do real good. Twenty four oh. out of fifty. Hmm? That's pretty good. Well done. Well done. All right. I'm going to act that out. No, you go ahead and direct everyone to help roll the body up in blankets and sheets. That, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah, unbiased. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. What you do is you have yourself, Ryan, Prentice and Royson quickly move the body down the stairs as you recon ahead a bit, sure that there's no one in the hallways, going in and out of any of the apartment doors. And you duck into the utility hall of the second floor, do the same, make sure the coast is clear until you're outside, going straight into the back of your double parked van with this giant sack of sheets and blankets, the van that Ryan has dutifully pulled up as close as he can to the entrance of this apartment building. The maneuver is quick, it's fast, it's slick. There are passersby who seem more irritated by you getting in their way on the sidewalk than anything else, grumbling, maybe cursing under their breath. I love New York. That's life but otherwise, all four of you are now in the van, the doors closed behind you, new bit of cargo on the floor next to some of the forensics equipment. You look around, passersby aren't asking questions, no one has phones out. Everyone just seems to be in their own little worlds. Yeah, you're all good. breathing heavily. Your hearts are, are at a elevated rate, but you're all inside the van now. Feels a little bit more isolated from the chaos from which you just left. To the Hudson? Who, who's driving right now? <laughs> Ryan. That's going to be Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Hey, Ryan, let's just uh, let's start moving. We'll figure it out as we're moving. We'll start moving as we figure out as we're moving. Sorry, that was awful. It was. We are we are professional radio people. Terrible. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean Ryan just starts starts driving. Yeah. Any of you guys have a idea on 
a dumping ground, which I feel like actually Ryan probably potentially would be more inclined for that, maybe. Not my city, not my job, says Prentice. Uh, that's half correct. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Paris, your phone buzzes, indicating you've received a, a text message. Pull out my phone, take a look at it. Sure. I'm going to send this to you. <gasps> and uh, let's do Discord, just because I don't want to figure out the whisper thing. <laughs> You can, this is all for you, but you can do it. This is the, this is the moment where I read this to the audience, but our players will not know unless Paris wishes to share. Nice one, mate. F. <laughs> okay. Sorry, this is me laughing personally. So let me think about that for a second. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, y'all, give me a moment here to. I mean, I don't hate the idea of not knowing. I'm also Just, trying to. It makes for good radio. Let me, Chris, I'm going to ask you a question over Discord real quick. Oh, boy. No, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> never. I never will. Never wear pants, man. Paris looks down at his phone and just, you hear him mutter to himself, what the fuck? Kind of looks out the window, looks around, doesn't see any, doesn't really seem to see anything, and, and just puts his phone back away. Your phone buzzes again. You've received another text message. Is it safe to assume that none of us are... No, I mean, his you, on y'all are like so focused on the yeah, road, yeah. probably and getting the fuck out of there because Talking who knows like who just go, saw you take like, a body out. Yeah. yeah, y'all y'all aren't caring about him getting, text you know, very quiet yeah. text messages muttering to himself. That's just not registering in anybody's heads right now. Yeah, now, so. I'm giving him full chance to be like, hey, guys, I'm getting weird text messages, but that's that is not what is happening. So no big deal. Yeah, well, Brian's driving. Ryzen actually is going to take a look at Jerry's cell phone. She's not expecting anything. That's but, what I was about to recommend. You know, it, it's worth looking. Maybe there's actually a number on it if we're lucky. This one this one is even less impressive than Francis Ng's, meaning it has no call history. Since it's disconnected from service entirely, there's not much you can really glean from it. Not without some tools of the trade. Hey, Chris, why do you hate women? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Dude, we, the podcast isn't that long. I mean, we could start a whole nother podcast on it. I was so I was so nervous that joke was not going to land. <laughs> so nervous. I, I think when the token girl starts cracking up, you're good. <laughs> yeah. It helped. It helped. That's factually helpful. Anyway, back to the road. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I got a quick reaction to the... Oh times. my god. There Get a room, go. guys. <laughs> There's another one. You two are just adorable. <laughs> so this is the moment where I read the text to our audience, and if Paris wants to react, here's your chance. I know your mates, but you can't trust the doctor no more. Wouldn't trust the others much either, but jury's still out. Head on a swivel. If you start hearing the voice in your head, text back right quick to get sorted. Be seeing you. Uh, Paris looks down at his phone again. Oh man, I wish it was a flip phone. It's not. So I can't slam it shut angrily. That'd be fun. Mm-mm. That's not how they work these You could slam it down foolishly on, on a hard surface and destroy it. <laughs> oh wait, do I do I have to do Samsung flip or whatever it's called? <laughs> it, roll okay. your luck. I no, uh, I wouldn't have the Samsung flip. That's, okay. But Paris shoves it away, and he kind of stares over at Prentice with a concerned look in the eyes, a suspicious, suspicious eyeing. Cool. Pr- what? Prentice, just roll your humans. You're, you're pretty concerned with getting the hell out of Dodge. This may just not even register on your internal radar. So roll, roll your human. Get a chance for a skill up if you fail. 
Okay, we got uh, hey. failure of uh, 25 of 14. Yeah, Oof. you get a little check there. You don't notice this at all, just like I mentioned. You are in your own world. And we're all just living in it. All right, team, where are we headed next? We've got suspicious cargo, potentially. Do we want to deal with it now, or do we want to do something else first? I guess we should give him a, a cement coat, send him off. I guess it's it's the middle of the day, so... We've got an opaque van. He just died. He's not decomposing. Let's wait till... Honestly, let's wait till it becomes a problem we need to handle. Like, we're not in any way associated with this van as long as we're not getting pulled over, which is highly unlikely. I think it's he's kind of out of the way, for now at least. Sure. That's fine. I mean, as long as nobody looks in the back, we should be fine. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, wadded up with a bunch of bed sheets and... Yeah, we'll cover him. That'd be fine. Whatever... Uh, So, Chris, this is a real long shot, but with my SIGINT and my hacking skills, is it possible I could figure out how to triangulate where this phone has been? There's no triangulation. What you may be able to do is see if the GPS has logged pins and stored it somewhere that would not have been wiped because right now it looks like there's just no data on it at all. So maybe hidden caches, shadow areas on the phone, random access memory. There, there, there's a, a few places you could check with your your skills and your the hardware at your disposal to see if there's that kind of logged information. Signals intelligence is actually quite useful here due to the fact, and so is computer science, due to the fact that it's, I mean, this is going to take some technical know-how to really dig in and and understand what you're looking at because it's not going to be like a nice list, right? It's not going to be a UX style list. You're going to have to be going through what is maybe gobbledygook and pulling out potential GPS coordinates out of it. Thankfully, I've got relatively high computer science and SIGINT. So I think I'd like to give that a try, see if it might give us a clue we didn't already have. Gotcha. This is going to be something that's going to take a while. Let's see how long it'll take. Go ahead and roll your computer science. Now, just to let you know, we're talking hours here. Is that something you want to commit now? We'll get it started. If something else comes up, she'll pause what she's doing. But that is a 37 out of a targeted 71. So that is- That is a success. Definitely awesome. a success. You start uh, hooking this phone up to your laptop and you begin the process of, of really reconstructing any deleted materials that you can find. This is- uh, bit of a process, a little bit of an art too, but uh, it's something you've done many times. So you start this process as you guys drive to your next destination. And Amber- Destination unknown, <laughs> Ruby, 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 Soho. Nice. Uh, Amber, just remind me about that in case I forget. There's there's a timer here. So if it feels like it's gone too long, it probably has because I've forgotten. Okay. Do it now, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'll give That's, him a little is... bit of time. <laughs> Hello? It's the hello? hello. It's hello energy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, cool. Where are we headed, team? Sounds like we're going to leave the body in the back in we the are. windowless van and head somewhere else. What's our plan? Ryan's going to say to the group, wild, wild idea. But that Leonard guy seemed like a little bit of an odd fellow. And his knowledge of, I guess, groups and everything was something interesting. But... That computer setup was wild. Do you think that maybe he would uh, be able to help us search around for 
That car, as I'm saying this, I, I want to I want to backtrack all of this. I don't want to do the suggestion. Never mind. There's a better way to find the car, I promise. You don't yep. need to talk to the, no, the weird comic book guy for that. I am on the same page as you now, pal. <laughs> um, Ryan's going to turn to Royson. Royson, you saw the license plate number, right? Yeah, we we actually sent it over to uh, Lieutenant Kwan, I believe it was. Yeah. That's correct. I guess I'd, I'd love not to... To have to wait till he's he's back on duty. I'm I'm wondering if we can just search for search for the license plate number, see if there's any uh, public record listings associated with that that car. You can pay like twenty bucks to do that. Yeah, roll your criminology, Ryan. You can also roll law, but uh, I was I was. Oh no no no! My law is terrible. I was just saying, like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, can you double? Super okay, spot. so I failed again. Time to target a sixty. Can I skill up twice, or is there just a? Nah, nah. You're you're checked for uh, for tonight. Well, if you survive tonight, you'll get a chance to go up. Big if. Big I, if. I was more so thinking rather than the criminology, more that like if I can just pay twenty dollars, like it's a legal thing to do, is what I meant when I said I think it was more legal. Got it. Got it. You're not really. This is not something you've really done. You, you imagine there's somebody out there that could do it, but you turn to Prentice with a questioning face. It looks like Prentice knows what he's talking about. Hey, man. If if. If you know the way, uh, I'm all ears. I haven't done that before, but that's great. I mean, I, I, I've not done it myself. I saw a friend do it once in uh, college. So, uh, yeah. Ryan's going to... Maybe maybe Google that. Do you mind doing it? He gestures with his head forward, indicating that he's driving. going to Google that on the Prentice phone. Cool. DocuSearch.com, $44 in the state of New York. They promise they can get you Boom. the owner, that uh, the current owner of the plate, as, as, as well as prior owners, the address of residence for registration, and a lot of other personal details. And they promise to do it better and faster than any of their competitors. Well, that sounds lovely. So Prentice is going to go through the process of getting that started. Yep. All you have to do is give them a reason. They actually suggest a few, like investigating insurance claims or investigating a potential employer's credibility. Which one do you use? Definitely going to investigate an insurance claim. Okay. Investigating an insurance claim. So yeah, you you basically give them your credit card information or, or at least some credit card information and answer a few questions of that sort. You're going insurance route. Within seconds, you have a report in your... Proton Mail email box. The current owner, according to DocuSearch.com, which I guess is a sponsor for tonight's uh, session, is a man named David Young. That's spelled Y-E-U-N-G. And you have a current address for this individual. It is a Chinatown address. When you look it up, you see it's in a much more affluent part of this neighborhood than Michelle Lee or Jerry Wong's residences. Did you find anything? Yeah, I don't believe any of it. What's it come up with? Just a bunch of bullshit, man. All right. Um, should we go to a... <laughs> Just kidding, Chris. Oh, damn uh, it. I'm going to play that so shit. much longer. <laughs> <laughs> this, this game never ends. <laughs> Just more and more toad smoke bloats. Just hundreds of hundreds of bloated bodies. No. Yeah, I guess yep. we, we go to that address. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll humor I'll, you, I'll, Chris. Uh... <laughs> I'll, uh, it's a, put in it's a, another uh, trick from that fucking GM. I mean, <laughs> we got to get our curse trolled If we don't, it's just not yeah. normal. The idea was right there. <laughs> so good. Look, y'all, I need my 10,000 steps for right. the day, so yeah. I'm going to do this by foot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, Prentice gives Ryan the, the uh, address and begins guiding him to it. 
you actually end up in a townhouse. Again, this is a much more affluent area than where you just were. It's not as busy. It almost seems like a little residential suburb tucked in the middle of high rises, skyscrapers, and of course, the middle of this cultural district. You pull up to this townhouse. Again, no parking, but uh, that's never stopped you before. <laughs> well, now we need to be a little more careful about that since we do have a body in our in our back. Correct. Well, tell me what you want to do. You're in charge. Ryan, find us a spot that's good to park at. Do you want me to drop you guys off and I'll meet you back here? Well, I mean, we could all go together. That way... Um, yeah. So, Chris, I guess like this we'll... guy. This guy just left a house true, with a dude true. halfway through a floor. Chris, uh, Ryan's going to just circle blocks concentrically. There's got to mm-hmm. be a spot, you know, within a reasonable walking distance. Oh, yeah. You go ahead and roll your luck. Do I? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> So should we, should we, uh, hopefully your luck roll gets us a place we could possibly like stake out the spot for a little while. Keep an eye on it. 57, dude. Now you said We're going to end up walking like a mile and a half. This is the you You actually find a parking, a parking spot only three blocks down and it's not too bad. But it was bad luck, but it wasn't like super bad luck. So you, that's our concession. I have plans for you. So that's where you, that's where you find a parking place. You can go ahead and park there if you'd like. Okay. And we do that and cover the body in the back with shit to make. Yep, it it's already like really eyes. well, kind of Locks the obfuscated doors. by all of the cloth. Perfect, yeah. perfect. And then on we go. You're now in front of the honestly elegant townhouse entrance. The address that belongs to this individual you found on DocuSearch.com, David Young. He might be here. He might not be here. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, knock on his door. And- I- Prentice, you knock on the door and you wait for a while. There's no answer. Okay. So, uh, anybody know how to pick a lock and get us into a building with that? This is the question every time I give you a locked door. Spoiler <laughs> alert to you guys. I'm going to have a lot of locked doors in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. My next home yeah. scene is going to be learning how to pick locks, Chris. I, good, good. I mean, I've, I've got Fuck that nifty little... Bullshit. I've got that nifty little pry bar thing, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to get us in here. Is there a... Can oh. Ryan spend his non-sleeping hours learning how to pick locks? So, like, tomorrow he can pick them? Great. Yeah, man. Not tomorrow, but you can definitely you try can learn your best a to a day. watch a watch a YouTube video and, and give it your go. Give it your best. Is, is there a, a wall I could scale using my athletics skill? Uh, there is a wall you could scale. This is a two-story townhome. You could climb the front face. It might be a little conspicuous. Get it through like a window there, or something. There are elegant iron wrought bars on the bottom windows, but the top windows don't have the same security measure. You could check for spare keys. Yeah, is there a doormat? He might have done the stupid thing and left one under. There is a doormat. It is nondescript. It looks like a kind of a black floral pattern. There is no key underneath it. Yeah, it was worth checking. Also, checking for cameras. Just just uh, quick. Yeah, roll a search for me, please. Concern. And I'll roll my opposed here. All righty, poo-poo. Here we go. And, uh... Okay, Prentice, failure, 31 of 20. Go ahead and give yourself a big old fat check, but you don't see any cameras at all. Looks like a very insecure but uh, affluent neighborhood. Looks good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All clear. Let's kick the door. All right, y'all, so here we are. We're at the place. What do we want to do to get in? Just real quick, there's no people standing on the street with cell phones out pointed at us by any chance. None that you see Not from this yet. angle. There is a bit of traffic down this down this road. So there are cars passing by. There are some pedestrians on the other side of the street hurriedly making their way to some unknown destination. So this is not an empty area. 
Paris politely asks, why would we be concerned about that? I have been caught on camera twice. <laughs> A little paranoid at this point. <laughs> that was a really good declarative, yeah, but Yeah. Are we... Sorry. What does this, this front look like? Is there... A door right in front of us, or is there a gate? Yeah, it's it's like, like it's like a classic, you know, townhome like style. Kind of, uh, okay. So there's just steps going straight up to like kind of a gorgeous oak finished door. It looks like a front door to like a normal house. It's just in this big kind of town townhome facing block that that New York has in these kind of affluent areas. Okay, for the sake of no stone unturned, is that can we just try to open the door? So Agent Ryan, you kind of shrug you try the door handle and it is unlocked the door opens oh inward so yeah. that's like that, that's trolling us chris is, that is trolling that's, us yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good that's so that is adventure it's part of the wine. story as you will soon find out okay fair fair okay. fair 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 okay i love it i mean yeah if you're the guy who can walk through any door magic doorway into any place <laughs> uh door locks are kind of pointless at yeah. this point so since the door is unlocked um Ryzen's gonna reach out a hand pull ryan and prentice back and gesture for paris to go first and her second because something's not right with this and she would rather have the guns pointed towards whatever is in front of us and you say that yep yep it's like uh let us go first place guys uh, Prentice also puts in earplugs. Yeah, also anybody who's not already wearing theirs. And that's me just looking right at the camera saying that. <laughs> 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 and hello, faithful listeners. I'm not going to go deaf in the next scene. I, I think it's you. established at this point that Ryzen just never takes hers out. Yeah, Ryan enough, sees that. We are a loud bunch. Acquiesces to the intelligence of that decision doing the same. I hate, I hate to... Big difficult, but did I just carry my M4 assault rifle from the van three blocks to this townhouse? There's no fucking way did you? you did that, is there? Okay. Come okay, on, you, <laughs> sidearms only through, through the York crowded City. streets yeah. of New York. Yes, the sidearm that I do not have listed in my inventory. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> oh, you... Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I guess Ryzen is going first. <laughs> Ryan's there got a go. sidearm too. Our good friend John has asked me secretly if he can retcon a handgun for, for dear Paris. <laughs> I have. It's true. <laughs> the answer is yes. If you pass a luck roll, go ahead and roll. Oh, my God. You're such a piece of shit. I reached to my, my back pocket. Is my gun there where I hope it he's, is? He's a special operator who oh, that's forgot that's to put a, a handgun on his on his character sheet. But did he? it still needs to be a luck roll for this scene. That's just how the mechanics work for this exact oh, moment. So go ahead sense. and do that. Yeah, yeah, that's I totally get it. Let's see how we do. Uh, 78 out of 50 did not pass. Yeah, you're 1911. It did not make it onto this trip. You just didn't throw it into your go bag. You feel so, like a, yeah. Ryzen just kind of gives him that one. side eye of really? You Ryan's really gonna... did that? <laughs> Is this your first uh, just Paris cracks his knuckles like oh, I'll just I'll just do it old school. Ryan's old gonna turn to Paris and say, hypothetically, out of a hundred, how how good would you say you are with firearms? Fuck <laughs> 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 off! All right, Royzen is point. Royzen is point. Actually, hold on. Something Amber and I I think that we can I think that this is fair out of character, but something Amber and I were just talking about is leading with a character who's better with stealth. Ryan has good stealth. I know Prentice has good stealth or Paris has good stealth, so maybe Ryan. Alright, who has first. the lowest stealth? Who has the lowest stealth? That would probably be me. 
Go ahead and roll your stealth, please, for the team. Oh, fuck. This is... Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That was a five out of a target of 12. Success. Oh, yes. (laughs) Chris, this is where you put the hype horn in. The... (laughs) Actually, that's y'all. Y'all can do that all together if you want. Um, (laughs) You can sync those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll, 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 I'll clean that up in post. Um, Who has the best search? Uh, I've got 22. So not Twenty. That would so be me again. Dog shit. All right. Roll okay. it up. Anna. Go ahead and roll for the team. Hey, Roy's. Oh, oh my god. Yes. Again. Yeah, a nine out of Holy a target shit. of twenty-six. Oh my Loving god. This. Single digits. Amber. Oh, damn time we get some do, good luck. You're doing good. Amber, okay. Cool. Roll to win the game. I, I have apparently been <laughs> yeah, saving right. all my dice luck up for tonight. I'll oh. take it. I hope so. You four make your way through this, again, a nearly opulent interior of this townhome, slowly, carefully, and you can all kind of feel the pressure of the air. You, your, your senses are heightened as you just slowly move through. Royzen seems to be guiding you almost perfectly through this home quickly, making sure that you're checking each corner, stopping when it seems like there could be a sound or something out of sorts in the next room to direct you to properly respond. Before long, you've mapped out this entire area. You've walked up and down the stairs. You've checked every closet, every hallway, every room. There's no one here, but the disarray of the home, of the domicile, it it appears to clearly indicate to you four that someone recently departed in a hurry. Maybe even minutes ago, there are missing, mostly unidentifiable items from tables, desks. You see stark outlines and dust laptops perhaps, books. On the wall in the bedroom, there's clearly another doorway drawn with bold chalk line work. This is not hidden in a closet. It is on the bedroom itself. Now, these lines have been smeared and recently drawn over in pen or marker. And it appears to you for that this peculiar artwork has been applied and reapplied many, many times over. At one point, the strange sound of chimes sounds out and then rapidly disappears soon after this discovery. All said and done, you're through the entire townhome in about 20 minutes, going through drawers, dressers, quickly. Apparently the individual who lives here keeps little in his home. And after you feel comfortable that one, there's no one here, and two, that you've really looked through everything there is to find, you four are now standing in front of this drawing on the second floor in the bedroom. Why do I get the sense we just missed this guy right through here? Certainly feels like it. One one last thing I would like to mention. This particular unit does have a garage. It's in the middle of the block and part of your search did reveal the exact red Lexus inside that garage. Very important little okay, bit that I, uh, that I yeah, overlooked bit. there. Okay, so the car's here. He's skadooted out through a doorway. Do we? I'm sure. Do we wait? Honestly, there's Hide stuff and, missing. I mean, what are oh, the odds he's going to come back? I for, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Again, no stone unturned, Chris. We pu- pushing on the door. Does that yield anything? Unfortunately, no. No, okay. no. It, well, maybe fortunately as well, but nothing happens. <laughs> okay. uh, but okay. this this kind of new line work is, is still wet. It's a pin this time or a marker. So 
Oh, so we matter just missed him. Minutes. He might have still been here when we came in. Right. Yeah, and if he was if he was in such a hurry, it might be because of us that he took off, which means I wouldn't expect him let's to come back. See if he left anything in his yeah, hurry. Yeah, let's let's look for papers, notes, addresses, pictures. You've actually you feel like you've done a very good job going through this townhome. There's nothing else that would indicate, well, a clue that you've been able to glean. The man kept so a very we're clueless. The man kept a very tidy <laughs> home, almost as if he didn't. Maybe this was one of many places he lived, or maybe this was just his place in New York. But whatever it is, he just doesn't keep much here. Or if he did, it's been taken. Nothing in the recently. car either. The car does have registration papers, but. There's no additional information. You see the name David Young, and you see the home address that you're currently in. Do we know his criminal association, if any? You just found his name out, so there's been no research on the man. Right, no, I didn't know yeah. if it came up with like the tattoo shit or not. Sorry, I'm just no, trying to this, go from memory. The first, yeah, yeah, no worries. The first time we've heard the name David Young was in this session. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What time of day is it, Chris? Like, We're now getting into late afternoon. Okay, okay. Quan's still not... You haven't gotten a, a text from Quan yet. It hasn't been that long. Well, let's let's go see if my software has pulled up anything on that phone. It it hasn't yet. It's only been about an hour. That's oh, worth checking. Do we have any other way of looking up of accessing criminal databases or information? I don't think so. None of you are LEO, unfortunately. Right. So you you don't have anything right any real beads into local law enforcement databases except for the resources that you've you've met with and and been able to work so you've got agent rachel glenn you could give her a call you've got sam kwan who you're you know you've already reached out to you to try again and that's about it i think for your law enforcement resources on the ground here okay i would hate to uh tap on special agent rachel glenn's shoulder again yeah, I think we, we I leave think her that's in the a good review. call. I guess I'm just trying to think of like where he could have gone. And Chris, I assume that there isn't anything in the apartment. Otherwise you probably would have said so with the Yes. Y'all y'all had a very good search role. Yeah. And okay. I, I want to make it clear that for this particular circumstance yeah. was was exhaustive. was a very thorough and yeah. exhaustive yeah. search. The the problem is the man just didn't seem to really live here, or if he had important information, he just took it with him. Somewhere. Right, right. Okay. Look, I would really like to roll another search for myself, just so I can. Uh, no. <laughs> um, weird thought, well, Chris. Sure. Does the car have a GPS we can hack? It mm. does have a GPS. I'm gonna need a second. And computer. I don't think I don't think you need to hack it. You just need to get the car on so that you could access the electronics. Okay, That's I do have computer science. Pop that car I on. Could roll that if. Is it a computer just science thing? Once or? you get once you get the car on, you can just look at it. To see like past places? To see like past places he's plugged into his, his GPS system, which is on his dash. Okay. Do I see recent past places? Have you turned on his car? Yes. Uh, you don't up? have his keys? But nice try. I thought we searched. <laughs> we didn't get keys? Okay, fuck. <laughs> there are no car keys in the townhome that you have discovered. Uh, there are no car keys in the vehicle either that you've discovered. Does wiring cars fall under criminology or is that more of a mechanical thing? That is, uh, for this particular car, that's going to be a, me- a mechanics, a uh, repair mechanic. Okay, okay. Fuck. 
I was so excited about that idea. It was a it's a great idea. It's just we we are missing that uh, that skilled agent who could do such a thing for sure. I think it's safe to say you know we probably exhausted this location and need to start thinking. Yeah, I uh, let's let's elsewhere. take a let's take a beat. Let's take a beat. So you have done great work, right? So the uh, the pattern of this particular scenario is you keep going and getting like you're like always one step behind, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like a molten carrier. Let's let's uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's let's uh let's get a step ahead here. So let's do something kind of sneaky. So I, I did mention in our chat that there's just been a lot of uh, interesting consequences. There's been some misses for for some cool clues, but it's still totally doable. It's just gonna need to you know you're gonna have to kind of think more like I guess accountants and bureaucrats than maybe uh, door kickers. So we know our- We have his we, name. Yes, we know our quarry's yeah. name. That's huge. We also know his vehicle, make, model, VIN, license plate. Cool, that's also huge. We have his address. We have some good stuff. What else do we have? Well, I, I, we I, I just said it, speaking. actually. We have his address. Yeah. There's a lot going on here, so- We can do some searches for registrations. We can do a background Let's check. See if he has any other- Houses, credit check employment so i think y'all are definitely thinking the right way here so let's let's talk about where we want to start that investigation i doubt it's going to be here on the second story unless unless that's where you want to set up shop do you guys want to jump out into the vehicle see if you can pin down no. some of this data where do we want to do this we definitely don't want to do that in our our suspect's home uh, uh-huh uh-huh yeah uh, we can um, head back to the car. Especially with a door that could at any mo- oh, a moment uh, open up with a guy and a team of people ready to kill us. Oof. Yeah, yeah, let's... Let's go to the hotel. That makes I sense, just, yeah. like, Chris, I'm, I'm, it just sounds like basically we're, we're in another kind of, like, Google his name situation. Am I misreading that, or is that correct? Sort of. Just to let you know, David Young is an, incred- is an incredibly common name. For sure. So you, you gotta have, like, even New York, David Young, it does just, you're not gonna get anything that's gonna help you. We have some, we do have some contextual items that we can look at. So, for instance, public records for... Mm-hmm. His residence, public records for his vehicle, you know, which we've kind of already looked at. Is that like a bureaucracy uh, role to like get into that, or is that you just look yep. it up? Exactly. Actually, you can just look up tax records for this townhouse and see who's paying it. Is it David Young or is it somebody else? Like, there, there's just some fun okay. stuff you I might see, be able to find. It might be completely useless, but if it isn't, then maybe you have a way to get a step ahead of this guy, who can apparently mm-hmm. disappear quite easily. Okay. I say we regroup back in the van. Yeah. We can right. Let's take take it back to the apartment. I'll also, the, meta uh, hotel meta something at. else, and I and I don't uh, want to derail this because I think that's the correct next step is to go to the hotel and see if you can kind of do some research on what you have. But uh, you do have a picture of the guy. You've seen him, and so maybe there's somebody you can show that picture to. That's kind of a a, certain, a Chris Hamjay pattern for you. Certain uh, beaks, perhaps. I mean, it doesn't hurt to swing by the comic store, have one of you run in and ask whoever's working if they've seen the guy. I'll drive. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that on our way back to our hotel. Yep. As you're making your way back into the middle of the city, you do get a text, Ryan, from Sam Kwan. It says, Apologies, just seeing this, running into the office now. Great, I text him back, need information ASAP on, sorry, was it David Young? Correct. Yeah. 
on David Young. I'll text some physical description details to help try to narrow it. Address. Text his address. Like I got it, Eric. Probably has ties <laughs> to that same gang, too. Yeah. Just to basically try to convey urgency as thoroughly as I can. Gotcha. He sends back a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> You'll park nearby the storefront of Libra Comics. During the day, or at least getting close to dusk, looks a lot different. The violet lights that were streaming forth from the plate glass windows are muted, but still there. You walk in, all four of you. Reason staying in the van. Mm -hmm. Okay. So who's going in? Prentice will go in. He's going to purchase a, a nice sized item, you know, preemptively while asking for beaks. Gotcha. So just Prentice by himself? I'll, I'll roll in with Prentice. Paris. Ryan's going to So Prentice, Paris, roll in. There's Charlie there at the counter again. He seems incredibly pleased to see you back and even more pleased when you purchase a good amount of Funko Pops. About what you said, $500 worth? Sure. Got it. He bags those up for you and you mention that you need to speak to his boss again. Charlie says you're in luck. Leonard is in his office. So before long, you both wind your way back through the long shop into the office that Prentice is familiar with through the more lewd section of Libra Comics. And there he is, smiling store owner or store manager, Leonard Beeks. Oh, you're back. Where's that uh, Where's that little lady that was with you? She can't make it right now, apologies. Traded her in Look, for a um, big fella. Hey, I'm Leonard Beeks. He holds out his hand to you, Paris. We don't trade women, dude. He holds out his hand to uh, Paris. Paris just looks at it and looks back up at him. Doesn't say anything. Ah, polite, Paris. okay. Is there a problem? He kind of uh, looks a little guarded now and positions himself between you and the rest of his office. So he hasn't really let you go in all the way to sit down. He doesn't seem as welcoming as before now. Oh, Mr. Beeks, no, there's no problem. My friend here's just a little short on manners. My apologies. Uh, you should work on that. He winks at you, Paris. He really should. <laughs> Prentice gives Paris a annoyed look and uh, looks back to Beeks and says, can we maybe uh, step in for a moment? Oh, I have a few minutes. What is this in, in regards to though, if you don't mind me first asking? Uh, it's in regards to someone you may know that we might know. Does that have anything to do with our uh, discussion from last night? He smiles. Yes. Mm. I thought I made it clear that I don't really go into those who purchase my appraisal services with others who may be looking for those same services. It's very bad for business. You did make it very clear, but good, uh, good person we're looking for probably won't be using your services again anytime soon. Well, that is disheartening to hear since I do rely on repeat business. He smiles. Well, you helping us could uh, pull in plenty other repeat business in the future. Ooh la la. Tell me more. Did you get very far? Don't we? <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Anyways. Uh... It was right there. Had to do it. My friend Paris here and, and myself, we have friends, a lot of friends, an astonishing amount of friends in many places. So many friends. So many places. All friends we could places. refer to you uh, for repeat no, business. We know people. We got friends. Lots of lots we know of places. People. So Oh, this sounds wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but I'm wonderful. still, you know, kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. He smiles widely. Well the other shoe to drop is uh, we wanna know as much as you know about this guy. And and he holds up his phone with a picture of David. So yeah, you show him the 
picture that you took of the good-looking boys, including the <laughs> the photograph so with weird. what who you now know is David Young. Yep. And Prentice taps his finger on David Young as a good-looking boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta stop. So Gotta awful. stop. I'm I'm impressed. You why? <laughs> <laughs> You want to know if I know this fella? Yeah, and as much as you can tell us about him. He nods, kind of smiles to himself. Well, step into my office. He moves to the side and motions for you to step past him into the small office. It's as described before. Uh, there are a couple of chairs there for you to take your seat in, if you wish. Yeah. Prentice takes a seat. Paris straightens out his, uh, his clothes. Leonard Beeks takes his place behind his crowded desk. His air of cheeriness seems a little bit muted. He closes the door before he does so, and now you're cut off from the lively music on the shop floor. You just hear it rumbling through the walls. Okay, so you're very interested in one of my previous customers who happened to be very interested in the same esoteria that you and your lady friend last night were. Right. Is there a reason you didn't tell me you knew exactly who it was last night? Well, we didn't know exactly who it was last night. Right. Right, right. Okay. You just want to put all the cards on the table, let me know what this is all about? Because you're obviously not doing research for some sort of friend who knows about a defunct branch of a com nearly completely unknown Chinese cult that was stamped out in the early 20th century. So wh who are you? All right. Cards What's going on, the table. on here? We work uh, for the government, okay? This man is a suspect. Okay. Well, a suspect in what? Murder. I see. Do I need to be getting my lawyer? No, I don't think you would ever need to get a lawyer unless you had anything directly to do with the murders in question. And we have no reason to believe that you do. So, uh -huh. like I said, we can make this a very lucrative business relationship with all of our friends in the government in the future. And that's all I'm proposing. Uh-huh. He rolls his human versus your persuade. Here I go. Thankfully, he's a dumbass. Right, Chris? <laughs> wow. Oh, no. I failed oh, no. 87 Ooh. of 80. Okay. Ooh. So let's say I'm buying what you're selling. What am I supposed to do here? I'm supposed to tell you what he asked me? What, what are you looking for? I don't know anything about my customers except what they bring to me and, of course, the yeah. information that I provide. Understood, and that's that's all we want to know is everything that you all talked about. Look, look, let me cards on the table. This man is very dangerous. It's fortunate that you weren't you hadn't come to harm working with him because it seems people around him don't uh, don't turn out so well. So we are trying to track him down as quickly as possible. Any information you have about his whereabouts, places he likes to be, hang out, people he associates with, we would really appreciate it. He, Paris winks back at him. <laughs> okay. Went ahead and rolled my human versus your persuade, please. Go ahead. Oh, fucking kidding me. Fuck. <laughs> 41 of 40. The worst. Mm, that's a fail. Go ahead and give yeah, that a check. <laughs> we tried. Why do we, we have tried. to burn our good rolls on the empty building? <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't really care, I suppose, in the end, who you really are and why you want to know about uh, this gentleman. But I really don't want to be involved in any of this. 
and I really don't want to gain the ire of uh, such a dangerous person. So I'm going to stick to well my standard operating procedure and just keep my mouth shut. Just like I would if someone came asking about you. I wouldn't make a peep. And that is a Leonard Beek's promise. So I think uh, I think that's about as amenable as we can we can get here. I hope you understand my position, and uh, I wish you good luck in your endeavors. Prentice stands and straightens out his uh, jacket and says, "Look, I appreciate your discretion. It's unfortunate you can't provide us what we're looking for, but I respect your standpoint. So, have a good one." He just raises his hands like, "Okay." but he doesn't say anything. Take it easy. And Prentice gets up and leaves. He continues to smile, not showing his teeth. So Paris, you're just sitting there by yourself now, oh, I guess. I assumed it was, I was leaving. <laughs> I assumed I was, yeah, I was leaving with It was it. like the most awkward Leonard Beeks Paris <laughs> moment ever of you two just staring at each other with him smiling widely in my head. <laughs> but, Paris, yeah. Paris leans back in the chair and just folds his arms. <laughs> uh, he just belches loudly. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Paris falls, follows Prentice out of the room. Prentice, as we're leaving, uh, looks at Paris and says, look, this guy looks super useful in the future. I don't want to burn this bridge by having you rough him up. Yeah, I figured breaking arms in this situation wasn't the right way to go. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, I think we'll just have to let him coast by on that one. And we make our way back to the van. And he keeps an eye peeled for any um, recycling containers along the way. Uh, and if there are, he's going to dump are, the There are no recycling containers. Damn. No. Okay. You can just put it in one of the many piles of garbage that line the many streets no. of downtown New York, uh, which are no. present. That's not, uh, that's not Prentice's preference. Recycle can in New York City. Pish posh. <laughs> Y'all are now all four back in the van. What would you like to do? Head to the hotel? Yeah, Prentice says we didn't get anything out of him, unfortunately, but I think at least we were able to keep him on as, as a possible... Uh, contact in the future yeah that's something at least thank you for not making me go back in there by the way he just creeps me out Ugh. yeah he asked about you and uh yeah it was weird back at the hotel y'all set up in agent ryan's room again it's been a bit of time on trying to look deeper into this what looks like a wiped burner phone all you're finding is suspicious packets so far that you'll have a chance to hopefully decrypt and look through for GPS information. It's going to take a few more hours for sure, Royzen, but uh, you're now kind of in front of your workstation. You're speeding it along a little quicker, as fast as you can at least. So we have the opportunity now we can look up David Young using his residence and possibly his license plate. We can look and do a background check. We can do... I think that's a good idea. I think maybe start with public stuff. Public stuff, yeah. Prentice, you go ahead and working with the others, easily can find tax records for the townhouse, the entire block, very simple to find, as well as prior sales of, of the units. You see that the current owner of purportedly Young's townhouse is actually a company called Number One Eastern Investments. It's a that's something. an LLC. Okay, I look into that then. Limited liability. And that's all I found on that? Yeah, that's that's all you find for like public tax records. That's a good start. Time to look into that now. Okay. You're not exactly the accounting master of the team, but you have a good firm grasp on how bureaucracies work. Yes. So if you're leading this investigation, that will be the tactic that you take. 
Go ahead and roll your bureaucracy at a minus 20%. Chris, I'm Ryan, if Ryan's able to help Ooh. at all. Um, sorry, I don't want to take away from that. Please go ahead, Eric. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, so I got a critical success, 11 of 50. Uh-huh. Ryan, I think you were saying, hey, man, I, I've got some of that. Can I help? Right. Can I yes, assist? But that is Obviously, he just got a critical success, list. which is a pretty darn so good role. All of this is going to get edited uh, out. It's not even going to. You can add a little spice if you if you get a success here, <laughs> because there are additional details depending on what the what the approach is. So if you would like to roll your accounting or your criminology, go for it. I'll do criminology because it's higher. <laughs> it's a good choice. <laughs> Great. I succeeded. Finally. 15 out of a target 60. With Paris feeling a little bit out of his element, you two actually kind of start bouncing ideas off of each other of how you can start unraveling the ownership of this company, getting public and maybe some more buried records having to do with it, anything press-related, financial reports, anything to do with public trading, if, if that exists, which you find quickly it doesn't. But yeah, y'all start really tracking everything you can, every paper trail that you can come up with with your expertise about this company. And before long, you both kind of smile at each other and you realize that you're dealing with a shell company. It's, it's a front. There's just no doubt your forensic forensic accounting, it's just obvious to you. And you've ended up creating a noted web of about 42 different companies that this is involved with. Looks like a shell shuffle. There's just a lot of front work going on here. And it seems like number one Eastern Investments is the one of several fronts that is dealing with real estate. And what you have put together here in the last two, three hours is, is what looks like a, a criminal affair where money is being just moved from place to place in order to avoid certain tax laws and to perhaps hide different sources of income. It It's pretty extraordinary what you two have done. Ryan's gonna turn to Prentice and say, dude, it's really extraordinary what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I do the extraordinary daily. This is nothing. Uh, he fist bumps him. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, Prentice returns the fist bump. Wow. Look at that. Teamwork. A bond has a bond. has. And emerged. then we do the like <laughs> touch fingers leaning to the side. Dragon Ball Z fusion. Yes. And then <laughs> oh, shit. become the same person. We become Prian. Oh, no. <laughs> you two are disturbingly Brian. adorable sometimes. <laughs> and yes, Bryson actually says that out loud. <laughs> Or Ryan, I like Brian, Ryantis. While y'all are deep, deep into your uh, your fusion event, which takes a while to happen, you know, it's a lot a, of yes. flashing lights and a lot it's of about yelling. four episodes long. Yeah, it's about four. <laughs> you guys are just both screaming at the top of your lungs uh, until your lungs become, you know, merged. Uh, Parrish, you you do take the next text from Quan. Uh, he makes it clear that he's identified several of the people in the photograph you sent, although he wasn't able to pull up much on David Young. He knows who they are. They're persons of interest in several, I wouldn't say petty crimes, but he, he doesn't go into exactly what they are and says that they do have his expired work visas and he was able to track down their place of employment, which is a, an industrial pier on, on, the, on the river, uh, Pier 31, that is run by number one Hong Kong Imports. 
Hey guys, I might uh, our friend over at the um, NYPD might have might have given us a good lead here. He's identified some of these people, tracked down their workplace. Yeah, so their current workplace is number one Hong Kong Imports. That turned up in your is that your one of the shell companies? Yeah, it turned up in your research over there. It is. It is. They actually own four warehouses near the docks on the East River, at Piers 12 and 31. Why don't we uh, take a trip over to Pier 31? Take a look around. It's also just no pure synchronicity, but uh, Royzen rolls her SIGINT. Which is a failure at 86 out of a target 61. Yeah, you're really, you're actually like pretty expert at this, but just not, not a great roll. So yeah, you uh, are parsing through what is just, again, computer gibberish of these kind of cached records that you've been able to extract from the deleted portions of the phone's memory. And you do find some GPS coordinates. They just, you think they're GPS coordinates. They just don't really have any bearing that you can tell. I mean, one one is in Montreal. The other is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. You're pretty sure you're, you're looking at something that's maybe not like where the phone was, but something else. You're just, yeah, you have no idea. There's no context here. Unless they were using the Bermuda Triangle to teleport. I'm going to write these down. We're going to come back to these later if we don't figure things out, because they may be our next lead. But for now, say we head down to the piers. 12 and 31, and we're going to start with 31, huh? 31? Paris, remember your gun this time. Well, he he left his 1911 at home, or at, yeah. at his bunk, but he has his M4 in the van already. He just didn't want to carry that down the street. I might carry the M4 with me this time. Sense. We'll see. Yeah. So if you carry the M4 and a big thing of flowers, you can Terminator it. Oh. Yeah, that'll work. That works in real life. I mean, it's that. about the right size to fit in a <laughs> duffel bag, so. I mean, I assume the the M4 is not just out on the floor of the van. It's in some sort of. Yes, it's in a case. It's a duffel bag, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Good, good. Alrighty. It is dark out by this time after all of this research. Honestly, Prentice, Ryan, You've put together a package that points at, at the very least, tax evasion, but probably a massive money laundering and racketeering scheme. These are mostly shell companies. There's just fake ownership. The the thing's a mess, but you could honestly give this to an investigator and they could run with this and it it might (laughs) it might make their career depending on you know what what's actually happening here you you don't know what the real activity is you can just see money moving around from the what what you've done and it's moving around in a way that's extremely suspect to say the least but you've created this this web and documented it well with the help of detective sam kwan you're now barreling down on pier 31 on the east river pier 31 is well remarkably close to where michelle lee's body was recovered yourself at home, I guess. This is it. Oh, gee. So this is where you set up for winter duty? I've only hiked by before. It's, uh, 
tastefully decorated? Listen, Gopnik, I don't need much out of here. I told you, you can call me Philip. Or Phil. Uh, a lot of empty whiskey bottles. Okay, leave your judgment to yourself. I brought you here for a reason. Sure. I really feel like I'm getting the hang of duties out here. I've always appreciated your guidance, you being the most senior ranger here and all. Whatever you need. Right. Look, you're going to watch over me while I sleep. Uh, here. Uh, your pistol? Yep. If anything strange happens, I want you to be ready. Wait. Ready for what? And you're going to sleep? Yeah. So, listen, Gopnik. I'm real desperate here, and I need you to trust me, son. You trust me? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I trust you. Great. Now look here. You know how I won't let any of the newbies go out onto Ridge 13? Of course. You've made that uh, abundantly clear on many occasions. It's because there's some real spooky stuff that happens out there at night. It's sort of how I got my position in the first place. I keep watch, and sometimes I have to shoot a... Uh, Dangerous animals. Like... like bears? Yeah, sure. Uh, but these bears hold grudges. So you're gonna stop asking questions, I'm gonna take these sleeping pills, and you're gonna watch over me. If you see anything, just shoot. Sir, I'm still really confused. <sighs> Alright, there we go. That'll knock me out. But first... Thank you all for listening to Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. Keep supporting the work so they can keep making it by leaving a tip at coffee.com forward slash sorry honey. That's ko-fi.com slash sorry honey. Leave a review on- Sir, sir, what's happening right now? Leave a review on any and honestly every podcast platform you find. Damn, that helps more than you can know. Visit sorryhoney.captivate.fm and stay up to date and find the Discord server link there to join the community for extra stuff and wild-eyed drunken rants from the creators. <laughs> I kind of bunch of sounds. Wish they were real. Uh, who are you talking to? Nothing. No one got me. Just a little pre-sleep ritual. So there's coffee on by the stove. You keep your eyes open and make sure nothing gets in here or uh, appears or anything. Sir, um, okay. No more questions. You're a good kid. If things get stranger, but not shoot now dangerous, just read from this. Not for now. Uh, will do. Good night. <laughs>